Slavic. Can we ask Kudato, baby? Inter uh, Campeones. Inter Merda. Inter, Inter, <laughs> Inter, Inter. You see all the riots in Manchester, and the Glazers didn't even know there was a game today. <laughs> What is good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matozinho, aka the same man that started UA's dominance is the same man that ended it. <laughs> and today, Jeez. we're coming at y'all with episode 33 of the Footy Culture podcast. Once Let's again, go. I'm today by Jay, Benjamin Pavard in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Chris. Hello. Shalom. Dan and Dave. What's up, guys? What up, what up? Last but not least, man like James. Howdy. Salute. All right, boys. So on the chopping block for today, we got riots at Old Trafford. We got La Liga title race. We got unreal red card fiasco at Leon and Monaco and many more. So without much further more. ado... Let's start off with some Serie A talk. Let's start off with that uh, Serie A correspondent. Chris. Chris, tell us about that Juve game, man. It was oh a close one, eh? Yeah, it was close. So, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that dub, even though we did not deserve to win at all. <laughs> terrible game, terrible game from Juventus. Um, yeah, I gonna, say that. Yeah, we'll start off with uh, McKenny fouling. I think it was DePaul. and then right off the bat, well, it was, it was like the. Well, was it the tenth minute? Yeah, it was tenth minute. Tenth minute, yeah. That was they're, early in the they're, game. They're they're completely lost. They're complaining to the ref. I think it was Dybala and McKenney's just standing near the ref. DePaul takes a fast to Molina. Molina with a beautiful strike. Chesney couldn't do anything about it. He got his foot on it, but it was too powerful of a of a strike. Free kick taken yeah. quickly, bro. And then bang. That's why they train them as youth, man. Just make sure they get that someone on that ball early so no one takes advantage yeah. of that quick play. Man, whoever gets that trend corner. <laughs> yeah, gets... the, com- the commentators were like, oh, that's a schoolboy error. It's yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. It is. But Juve has been doing this all year. They, they, they lose concentration on side pieces for some reason. On corners, free kicks, every, from anywhere on, on the field. Even from first minute, 45th minute, like they just they get lost sometimes. And at that point, that they, got, they were lost. They were lost Easy the whole goal. game until the final... Couple ten, minutes. Last, no, ten minutes. It was I think 80th minute where like Juve had scored his goal. I don't know yeah, from what, I don't know what you saw, Spatty, but from what I saw, I saw a Juve team that had no midfield, that had no structure. Man, that's what we've been seeing every week. No structure, <laughs> no structure whatsoever. There was like no, legit no mid in my no. eyes. There was so <laughs> much. There was. There wasn't much of anything going on. The Paul, the Paul was holding the ball in the mid, like he was Paul just relaxed. He was relaxed. The whole Udinese team was relaxed. Like they, they knew they had the mid controlled. Like it was legit a, a Ronaldo game, and a Delict game because they they're the only guys that are putting in the pressure. Everyone else like. Bro, Cristiano didn't even do that much, man. Like <laughs> he wasn't. That not, not until much. the last ten minutes, he didn't do much. Yeah, until it was also a Udinese defense. Crumble yeah. at the last couple yeah. bottle it. Yeah. yeah. That that free kick handball, like why are you putting your arm out first like that? Like I, I think he knew it was going top bin, so he could kind of put his arm there. But it's for <laughs> for that to, for that to go top bins, that was going around the wall. If that goes around the that wall was, like that, I looked like it was going in. I don't know, maybe the I, keep, maybe I the maybe the keeper didn't set up his wall properly, but Ronaldo doesn't have like those shots. Ronaldo's free kicks aren't really like a bending shot. They're more of like just a strike down, right? You never know with Ronaldo. 
that would look like it was yeah. going in. And then yeah. this is a moment where they absolutely needed Ronaldo. This is for literally top four. Like, you lose this, Pirlo's out. Like, your whole team is in shambles. You have a possibility of not making top four right now because although Atalanta and Napoli tied, AC Milan still got the dub. And you got Lazio who got the dub. So there's, there's teams that are still <laughs> close by. You can't lose this game. These are the moments where uh, Ronaldo steps up and he stepped up. Yeah, he got the free kick, uh-huh. won the, well, got the handball, got the penalty shot. Uh, I don't ex- I, I don't ever expect Ronaldo to miss. Like, he'll obviously miss sometimes, but when he starts up, like, yeah. I just expect it to go in. It's mm-hmm. he's Ronaldo, just, mate, going in. It was a nice shot. That goalie had nothing. That goalie had nothing on him. No. Chose the right um, angle, too. The, chose the wrong, the right side, sorry. Holy, I didn't really look. I'm looking at the table right now. So, 34 games That's for close. everyone. Right now, Atalanta, Juve, and AC Milan are all titled 69 points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And there you go. Napoli would have been there, too, if they didn't bottle it today. Yeah, yeah right? so true. They drew. And, yeah, Atalanta drew today, too. Man, yeah, but then, you, but then don't don't lose sight of Lazio. They still have a game in hand with 64 points. Yeah. So they win that. They go up to 67 points. Then there's still, what, three and three L- games left in the Lazio have been on really good form lately, too, man. Yeah, Lazio's a tough team to beat right now. But, uh... Yeah, the Juve game, I was pulling my hair out. It was, <laughs> oh my God. Until those last 10 minutes, I was really so pissed off. I, I, like, whenever someone was talking to me during the game, I was just like, I wouldn't answer because I was so pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> but yeah, even for that second goal, like, the goalkeeping was just. It was. I feel like. a deflection. Yeah, I took a deflection off the defender because Ronaldo headed it, but it hit off the defender and then it went through his legs, right? Yeah, like, it was. Yeah, it sure was. He would have had it. It was yeah. unfortunate. It was. A, it was a little lucky. Yeah, it was a little I, lucky. It I was lucky, it. but I think Ronaldo deserved that. I don't. Yeah, Ronaldo does not deserve to you, finish bottom. Juve doesn't deserve <laughs> it. Juve doesn't. Juve doesn't deserve that win, but Ronaldo deserves that win because he. Yeah, he, I would he say, put yeah, so much. Delict, like he put said. so much effort in the end. Like the last ten minutes, he was dropping back to try to get the ball. He was trying to create, but like the yeah. crosses that like uh, Danilo and like. Quadrado were having in the beginning of the games, like they were horrible crosses. They couldn't, yeah, even, they, they, couldn't they couldn't even like go over a player, man. Every time the worst, the worst crossing player on the team was Bentancourt. This guy was sending balls to no one the whole oh game. <laughs> that kid, that guy is horrible. Corrupt. Everyone, He's everyone, good defensively, but other than that, arguably your best mid this season, Bentancours. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's because McKenny Artur couldn't stay fit this whole season. I saw a lot of uh, Juve fans on Twitter today talking about how McKinney isn't good enough to start for Juventus. Uh, this Juventus team, I would say he is, but hopefully in the summer they make signings. I don't think, like, I don't want to say he won't be good enough, but I don't, I hope he's not good. I hope he's not our best midfielder. But that, but no, but better, the, yeah, the question, is that question you're running a three in the mid? No, they're running two. Two, no, two. two in the mid? Okay, you're, you, get, you're, you buy two new midfielders then, right? Because you're not going to keep anyone there. Hopefully, yeah. You signed two midfielders. You said one of them. You said was going to be DePaul. That's what he you would like. Not that no, they're going to sign. I don't think so anymore. <laughs> you don't. You don't like them. No, no. I think they are. I don't think they're going to sign DePaul. Okay, but who? Like, who? I think Leeds wants Octa Milan. Leeds and Milan want are probably going to be. Leeds, who? Who are Juve's like top signings that they're like looking Aspects. for? I think Locatelli is like the favorite right now because they're they're like. In talks already, I'm pretty sure. But that's if you buy two the midfielders. If you buy Locatelli, then who are you going to pair Locatelli with? Locatelli, I'm sure they're going to buy another midfielder. I'm not too sure who. They had uh, talks about Awar. I don't know about Awar. I feel like he's a little bit overrated. 
doesn't really hit, doesn't really start in any Leon games I've been like 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 checking on. Like I don't know, it hasn't been the starting lineup, but I don't know that that could be wrong in that one. But there's Savage and then obviously Pogba, which I don't know if that's gonna happen. No, Pogba, so that's not happening. Yeah, that's but no, happening. but you obviously you you see talks of that everywhere. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that the the, the names that come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would be the three, and then DePaul is also thrown around, but he's not looking likely. I would love DePaul, yeah. but it's not looking likely. You got to worry about the manager, though. <laughs> yeah. Something I did notice, though. after that uh, Ronaldo goal, you could just see the look in Pirlo's eyes. Wow. I think you just saved my job. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah real. He, he ran over to, the, to celebrate yeah. with them, and he got a yellow card for it. Yeah. <laughs> are, you wor- are you worried about Juve's uh, chances of making Champions League? Uh, of course. <laughs> it's so close. Think, it's it's still close, man. It's still close. I think they can. I think. Okay, so the thing that I think Pirlo's a great tact- tactical coach, but the thing is that that's wrong with him. He's not a player coach, because you can see it. There's no one that's motivated on the team. The only player that's motivated are the players that motivate themselves, which is two players: Ronaldo, Ronaldo Delict. and Delict. Yeah, because those only guys are literally just that, they live that off could the motivate they, themselves. They motivate themselves all the time. They're captains. That's what captains do. And when Killini plays, he he helps motivate the team as well. But today, yeah. the, only Delict and Ronaldo were motivated to play. Like Dybala was not motivated. He got he got yeah. taken off the 59th minute or something like that. But it's usually like, the opposite with these uh with these former professionals turned managers. They're usually yeah. more of uh, the man manager instead of the tactical manager. But you could see it in the way Pirlo played when he was a player. He was yeah. more relaxed. He, was more he relaxed. had Reno Gattuso beside him. That was the guy motivating yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like he does, you could you could tell like Pirlo's the one who's more calm and doesn't really talk much. Like instead of like Guardiola, where Guardiola's screaming at his players the whole time, just telling him to do this, yeah, do this, do this. But Pirlo doesn't. Pirlo just doesn't talk much. He doesn't, and you could yeah. tell like he doesn't. You don't see the the passion. You could tell. You know he has passion for the team, but you could you can't see it when he's on the sidelines. Yeah, he, he doesn't, like, he doesn't scream. Like you don't see him like. Going crazy or screaming or anything like that. Yeah, he's definitely you can just imagine like his halftime talks, like like yeah, no. that motivation. Bro, I'm telling you right now, it's him saying a couple of words and then Ronaldo going to everyone. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Pass me the ball. Vamos, <laughs> vamos. I could tell it's that. I just have a feeling, man. It's it's I <laughs> yeah, for it's sure, bro. But he's also like half naked because he's taking off his shirt and everything. He's taking halftime picks? Yeah, well, bro. That wasn't necessary. You didn't have to ask that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was weird. Well, Speaking of uh, Cristiano, bro, I just want to say a serious discussion is needed on Cristiano Pinaldo. Juventus went from a squad that are winning Serie A every year, reaching the UCL finals, you know, every every few years, every so often, occasionally, into a squad that are fighting for Europa League and never went beyond the UCL quarterfinals since his move. So this yeah. brings me to my question. Because of this Ronaldo signing, will we see teams now in the future being a little reluctant on splurging on one player instead of, you know, kind of allocating that cash towards the rest of the team and spending it on multiple players? Can you guys see that happening? Well, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of teams out there who do spend their money wisely. Also, teams who don't spend their money wisely. But like, the two biggest examples would be like the teams that are in the Champions League right now. Look at, um, look at uh, Man City and PSG. One team spends their literally, what, $700 million on two players. Meanwhile, one team is spending it on like all their players that they have in the squad. The most expensive player that was sold was Neymar, right? Right now? What did he go for? $200 million? Yeah. I think Neymar and Mbappe like that, yeah. too, no? Right. So like 
that that's the PSG side. Yeah. Like where like they'll spend their most of their 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 money on like two players that are obviously world class players. The rest of your team are average players. Maybe a couple here that are really com- competitive, like footballers, like Everati, who's not world class, but he's a good footballer. Like he's a good midfielder player. Like any team would love him, Verratti in their squad. But again, world class. He's not. He's not the best midfielder out there, but again, he's a player that can definitely work alongside with Neymar and Mbappe. But then you have their other two midfielders who are average, getting players that were not wanted in other teams like Herrera. He didn't wasn't being played much in Man U. Now in PSG. Paredes wasn't doing much. Where was he before in Serie A, right? Yeah. And then, he was at Zenit. Zenit. Paredes? Yeah. Yeah, he was at, yeah. He was at Roma, Zenit. then Zenit, and then he went to PSG. Right? Like, that's a that's a different move, too. Like, from a Russian side, Zenit, like, not a... And then going to PSG, which wants to go out, win trophies. Like, you want... You expect these teams to kind of make up the best of the best, but, right? Obviously, it yeah. depends on what they have in their pocket, how much they can really spend. Their defenders, too. You have Marquinhos, who's been world-class. They've had him for a long time. He, yeah. They bought him for cheap. But it's it's also like where to spend your money, right? If you want to buy a player who you know has a good future, or if you want to spend your money now and get someone who's like good now, right? And then you have Man City who are like buying players that are quality for a lower price that they can maybe develop a little bit more, and have some prospect that are lucky enough to like actually spend lower the money price. at lower ish price. But again, they, these teams have a lot of money to spend. But when you have teams yeah. who don't. They need to be very careful. Going off their bank accounts, that, that's lower, yeah. But again, going off their bank account, they one team you can see one team really spends a lot on two players, one team spends a lot on the whole squad, but they're both competing on the same level right now. But yeah. comparing that to teams who don't have that so much money in their pocket or they need to be very careful of what they spend, it's a little bit harder. And I feel like you shouldn't maybe work a little bit more on your like academy team and developing players and spending a lot more money on one player where I can see how Juve maybe suffered a little bit. Cause Juve too, like yes. a lot of people say like Juve sell all their youth, sell them away, sell yes. them away and then buy them back. Right. That's how you, how you're making money there. You're selling them for cheap and buying that buying back, buying them back for more. Like doesn't really work like yeah, that. That's the, poor. That's poor business. <laughs> it's because they're, they're, their owner is a businessman that he sees, See someone offer like 20, 30 million for one of their youth players, he just sells them off. Right. And that's like, the thing. Like he did for Keane. That's Obi, pure profit, right? Yeah, that's all he that's does. That's capitalist mindset, bro. But like, yep. imagine a Keane on your side right now. Like, a Keane, he's not the greatest footballer, but like what he's been doing so far in La Liga, in Liga, maybe he'd be, I don't know, maybe better than Morata or same as Morata. Like, how much do they spend on Morata? Uh, he's on loan. He's, he's on, on loan, right? right? That's I think it's like a, there's like a 30 mil buy option or 40. No, I think it's 45. Right. Yeah, something like that. So uh, same thing with Juve. Like, right. They're getting a lot of those players for free. Are they good enough to be starting in your squad? Like that's the thing, right? It's either you, ba- you buy one player for high and get a really low player for cheap and see how your de- your team does. Or you just kind of like average it out to the whole squad and get some decent players for a decent amount of money. Yeah. Which which. Well, from Juve's perspective, they used to do that back in like the Conte Allegri days when they brought in all these like decently aged players, as in like Vidal, Pogba, like those type players who risen in the te- rose in the team and became starters week in, week out, and became stars on that team. Mm-hmm. But now they went on and sold all those players, bought in Ronaldo, and now you can see the rest of the team fading off because they don't have money to spend on the rest of the team. Like you can see the midfield, all free transfers pretty much. Yeah. And they're all shit pretty. <laughs> they're all shit. 
And you can compare them. You can compare them to Inter too, because Inter Inter bought a lot of players, but of age and not so much. Like they were, they're quality players, but cheap because they're of their age too, right? Like no one's gonna spend so much money on a player who's literally gonna be retirement in the next three, four, five years. Yeah. Right. But they're quality players at their time right now. And look, they you Inter win the Scudetto. Yeah. Right. It's either it's, it's if you're thinking long term or if you're thinking short term. I'm sure Juve had their long term of trophies already nine years. This would have been their 10th. 10 would have been great. But again, there's also a rebuild stage for every club, right? It's hard to really stay yep. at the top with the amount of money you're going to be spending. Let me, yeah. uh, let me ask this quick question. Are Juve still the most attractive team in Italy for players to come join? If they make top four, yeah. You think so? Yeah, if they make top four, yeah. Right now? Man, I think- right now, I don't know. It's hard. Right now, right, right now, it's hard. right now, it's gotta be Inter, bro. Like it's Inter. Know. Just want to say, yeah, you have a great coach, coaching Conte. Like, what else, man? What else can you ask for? Milan is not Milan. Even Milan too. Like, it, like let's say it's okay, I'm not gonna say Chris because you is Chris is obviously a UEFA fan, but like I don't know. Like, if I was given an option to go to any of these teams and I was getting the same wage, same everything, and let's see, do you want to go for a team who can likely grow and become something big, or do you want to go for a team that's like maybe a little bit going downhill? I might need a little bit of rebuild stage. Like, who do you really pick, right? Of the top four teams right now. You're getting paid the same amount of how, like, the culture is in the club, how the management is being done, how the players are built around you. What team would you choose? Yeah, even though I'm wearing this kit, I still think it's, like, inter. Like, yeah, it's got to be. You see a guy like Lukaku who, like, was on a down, uh, downward trend when he was at United, went to inter, resurgence. People see that. He's dominating the league. They got a title. Best coach in the league. It's tough. Yeah. Tough not to be Inter. The only caveat with uh, Inter right now, at least is, or with Conte rather, is just uh, no European success. Not too good in Europe. So that's the only but problem. do the right other now. guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's Conte right. Conte is known for not, not doing good and well in Europe, right? Yeah, I, I think people like Conte, you know? Uh, the players yeah. look like they like him a lot. The thing yeah. with, the no, thing he's with, definitely a player coach. But the thing, with, the thing with being really competitive in Europe and in the league is just also depth, man. Like, it's hard. Like, I know I'm going to say, like, it's it's hard because, again, there's a lot of teams right now who are, not a lot of teams, but say, you remember Madrid, like, their depth isn't the greatest right now. They have a lot, they have a lot of injuries. They don't have the all-star players right now. Like, their team is is still a good squad of quality players, but they don't have the depth, right? They can't switch a modded for someone else. You can't switch your two defenders for someone else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting rid of Benzema up there. Like, who do you have to replace? But fortunate for them, like, they're, they've are they had injuries, but they were able to come so far in the league and in Champions League. Maybe if they had a... Saying that they had a little bit of an easier run in the Champions League a little bit. Same Chelsea too. Like Chelsea, they they have a deeper role. Um, same thing with PSG. PSG is not so deep, but they were able to come so far because of Mbappe and Neymar. And then when you come to City, City's a perfect squad. Like they're doing so well in the league, and they're doing so well in Champions League because they're depth in their squad, right? When it comes down to it, like a team who can do so well in both, kind of has to have really deep squad, or you either choose one or the other. And I feel like Conte really did focus on the league more because again, it comes with injuries, right? Like I'm sure Hakimi was injured a couple of games. He's really a, 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 a star player who needs to be playing every single weekend, week out. Um, same thing. Yeah, they only had Ericsson starting for half the season. That's Ericsson, when they really started taking off. And that's off. the thing. Ericsson really blew up after that uh, the, the league game, right, against Milan. That was really I like his that free kick. That, was that, that free kick. That free kick, like, really won them the next, brought them to the next stage against Milan there. And, like, th- from then on, like, he was consistent. But, like, you, I would say it's a little bit of luck, but it also comes down to management. Like, if you really decide, if I don't have the depth... 
if I don't want to risk the players, I can't be picking here or there. Like, look at Milan, right? They're so well in the league. AC Milan, they're doing so well in the league. They were also doing uh, decent in uh, the Europa League. But when it came down, they started dealing with injuries. They dropped out of Europa League. They started losing points in the league. And look at them now. They're yeah. still fighting. Maybe if they do make top four or not. Yeah, they, they, they tired themselves out. And it's smart. Because yeah, look at Conte. Look at Conte. He did He did this. They, they came on in, four, in fourth in, the, in, in Champions League in their group. But look, they won the title. And I think that's really yeah. something to, bring, to be proud of. Because you kind of brought down a dynasty that's been winning for nine years in a row. You kind of were brought of to a, you kind of were brought to a team. We were given like a little bit of, of money to spend, and you brought the right players to kind of do the job. As much as you didn't do yeah. Champions League, but then hey, I want the Scudetto. Okay, if we don't win it next year, at least it's a, still a fresh Serie A win. You know what I mean? It's not like we're gonna winning every year, but maybe next year we'll focus in the in, the, in Champions League. And you know why not win Champions League next I, uh, year and don't I win think Scudetto? It definitely, that's I th- great. I think it definitely helped that they they got knocked out of the Champions League. You guys think it would have been different if they're still in it, like? Yeah. Not, not if they're still in it now, but like yeah, if they went past sure. that round. Because you can see sometimes when they did have to deal with injuries, they definitely lost some points. But again, like they were still fighting for top, top, is it top left? Because at the end of the day, you don't go into they're pretty much top two. All you season. don't go in the Champions League thinking, oh, I'll, I'll go for the league instead. Everyone wants to win the Champions League. Everyone's yeah. more focused in the, the Champions part. League, right? Like until like you realize, you yeah. know, why we probably don't have a chance. Okay, it's focused on the league, but Inter obviously we're focused in Champions League. Obviously, once they got kicked out, their their only thing to worry about mostly like is is the league, right? So, I think that really helped them out. And having the depth yeah. of their squad, they were able to rotate a lot of players, the wing backs for sure. But they still played Lukaku a lot, which you can tell is is why they why they won because Lukaku was gross in this league. Like it's definitely yeah. play Lukaku. him a lot, right? It's, def- yeah. it's definitely exactly. it's definitely hard. yeah, it's definitely hard to win both. It's like what Man City is going to be able to possibly do this season is going to be ridiculous, but they have the depth for it. Like we'll always say, Man City depth is crazy. They have the money, right? But yeah. if, if you got to choose, like which one is kind of like the harder one to win, like the Champions League or the Europe or the or your League Cup or your League? Sorry, it's harder to win the league yeah. in my opinion because you got to be consistent throughout thirty-eight games. Yeah, like with a cup, like yes, like obviously you got to have a great stacked team, but like. There is a lot of luck that you could ride with. Like the easiest example is Chelsea in twenty twelve in the Champions League. Their team sucked. And they won the Champions League. So like with the league, you gotta be consistent, like week in, week out. Like injuries are hampering you. Like I'm gonna say lead. Yeah, because yeah. even Di Matteo in that league. season too, Di Matteo will take took over the team like halfway through the season, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Of this year's exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing, like Definitely something to be because it, the league has other factors to it too. It's not only if you're doing well; it depends on again if you're if you lose that game and if you're if you if the rest of the league is really working towards your favor, right? Because everyone's facing everyone yeah. twice. There's always going to be competition. Injuries are going to be really a big factor. But when, again, when it comes to tournaments, it is one one or two games past the group stage, yeah. obviously. Past the group stage, obviously. Yeah. But again, it comes down to how your league team is going to be placed into the into the tournament. If they're going to get, have the easier route through it, which side, which is your competition? Is your competition really going to be up against a really top level team or not? And then whether are they going to have injuries or not as well, right? So it just it it definitely is hard for both. And again, it always comes down to injuries. But again, league is definitely much much more harder for me. Yeah, let let me ask a question. But it's similar, but it's more manager based. So as I'm, at, let's, I'm gonna make Conte as like the the head focus of this. So yeah, we all, as we just talked about, he's not 
great in European competitions. But yes, he did make it with Italy all the way to the finals in the Euros. Um, is he like are are managers who don't win European competitions kind of underrated? Because Conte took Juventus, a seventh place Juventus to win. How many did he win with us? Four Scudettos. Then he took a fourth place Chelsea to win the Premier League. Then he came. Then he came to take Inter to win the league, to beat Juventus for their tenth. Like he, in my opinion, he. He's. I hate the way he plays. He coaches, but in my opinion, he's one of the best managers in the world right now. He just gets kind of underrated because he doesn't have that UCL or whatever. He's not great in Europe, right? You're right. They definitely are underrated because people are still giving Pep a little bit of flack that he hasn't taken City to that UCL yet. So, yeah. As many league titles he's winning, like people want to see that like UCL in your hands to really get that goat like. Talk to your manager ranking, but I feel yeah. like I feel like Pep get, yeah. is given a lot more respect. Not because that's saying he's not due for the respect; he definitely deserves respect a lot. But again, he still hasn't won the UCL. But you still hear more of Pep over coaches like Conte, over coaches like um, yeah. who else can I come bring in there? It's like Zidane, Zidane. Like again, he's done so well. Like yeah, but they, those those coaches coaches some of the best teams of all time. Like they they. they like Zidane has those three UCLs under his his yeah his, no Zidane's, uh, a, Zidane's a bad bad example I gave I don't know like, okay Pep, Pep Guardiola has that Barcelona team that he took to win the UCL like, yeah. like teams like this he has those teams under his That's in his true. pocket you can't really compare yeah you can't really can't really compare you can't really compare a Conte to anyone else because Conte too like he's won so much but still hasn't reached like club level football to the max or Champions League right so yeah. Yeah, Conte is definitely like a little underrated. Like this guy has five league titles in his last seven seasons, and I was playing or I was coaching for Juve, Chelsea, and now Inter. Yeah, so that's something you gotta yeah. take into consideration. Right? That's really good, all, yeah. Every time you took over, they were not the top team in the league. Yeah. True. Are, there, are there? Is there? Is there? Are they gonna make signings this summer or not? It's gonna be hard, right? Because again, like there's so much gonna come down to like money with teams and stuff. Because there's still COVID going on. There's still ownership problems going on around the world. Who, Inter don't need anyone though. But if Inter no, want, if Inter want to comp- center back, I yeah, think. if Inter want to compete in Champions League next season, say too, like I don't know about like if, like when we were talking about like how like what clubs you'd want to go, like players would want to go to. I, I swear Inter having like some pretty bad financial issues. Yeah, yeah, they right. are. I swear like a lot of their a lot of their players like aren't getting paid. Doesn't Hakimi? Yeah. Paid, don't they want to sell Hakimi? They haven't paid like a lot of their 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 like I guess transfer fees to other teams and stuff like that. Like they're doing like a lot of like I guess like uh, promise to pay. Isn't this league oh, title gonna give them some uh, low yeah, extra cash? Yeah, though? yeah, they'll probably have well, enough now. It, it, <laughs> it really depends, like how, how much, right? Because if you think about yeah. it, like, a lot of their operating income is not going to be coming in, like from fans, from like a, a lot less, like you know, like uh, stadium sales and stuff like that, yeah. ticket sales. So that's even true. if they win the league title, a lot of that's probably going to go towards paying that staff that's not there and 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 dealing with those losses. So it'll be interesting to see. But I think they they definitely have a pretty solid squad to maybe do it again. Yeah, like they have a lot of depth. They definitely have players who are on more sponsors. They definitely have players who are in form right now. And if they start off Champions League fresh next year, like they might have, they might be able to compete in group and then maybe move on to knockout stages. So, well, yeah. So, what will take Inter to a CL contender level? Like, what do they need? I think I think bringing Ericsson in halfway through that's. I think Ericsson. I think Ericsson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel so too. Ericsson turned the team on. He didn't play in the Champions League knockout. He didn't play a game. He but he turned that inter-team into a, an absolute monster. They haven't lost in such a long time since he's been on this team. So this current team could contend? 
I, I think so. I, I, I think, I, I think, don't think, I, like, contend, not, contend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, they can yeah. contend. Maybe, maybe. I believe so, too, man. Maybe because like, they, they just... They've got this instilled confidence now with Conte, bro. They just won the title. All it needs, like, maybe, like, a few more squad players, a few bench players to fill the yeah. roles in. Yeah. To add some more depth into the team, and then possibly they can challenge, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. They have they have a Hopefully solid side. They have a solid side. They just they needed to find yeah. a really like their competitive form where they're like top level form, right? They yeah. just had to find their um uh, consistency consistency because they're in the beginning like they didn't they got they got uh Ericsson half this half the during uh not the summer signings the oh my gosh January transfers January transfers oh my gosh they got, that was last year that was last season yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been there for but a like, while. He wasn't, but yeah, he, he wasn't like really he just hasn't been playing. The like the beginning of the season, didn't play much. Yeah, there was because rumors when he when he played, he, they played him as a second striker, and he 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 couldn't play that, or they played him in a position that he did, wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Now they kind of switched him to an eight position, and he's kind of thriving there. And they had there was rumors in the beginning too that he wanted to leave. He wasn't happy, like, and then suddenly well, I think like, he was going to, he was going to leave in January, I mm-hmm. think. But I think literally that free kick goal literally just turned it around for him. That freak, no, it just, you know what? Maybe he'll stay now. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just for it. It's just more for like himself. Like he needed that goal. Like he needed like yeah, he did, bring, he, did. he needed to bring Inter like that win so they can go to the next round. Like that win was like, when we saw it was like, shit, like that was a, like, it was like last minute too, right? Yeah. Like, Everyone's yeah. going crazy. Like that was when the uh, thing got his red card. Uh, last thing got his red. Yeah, it was that fight with, yeah. uh, with, um, Lukaku. Lukaku. Like that was like the big, like, Middle finger to Milan there, and it's such a like a derby match too. Is like crazy. I think the yeah. th- I think and I think with Conte too, I think he's really good. With, he as as Fatty said, he's a, he's a man manager, he's a player manager, and you can tell that with yeah. with Ericsson because Ericsson at at Tottenham he was he was more of a ten, right? He wasn't an eight. He would he would stay up more than anything. He was an attacker. He would wait for the rest of his defenders or midfielders to defend. He would be the one that stayed up the most. Conte definitely put that into his mind that he has to come and defend. We defend as a unit. We defend as one. They, they, they attack more. And the the, the the formation they play, they have to rely on any, everyone to come back, right? Because they play with a three in the back, yeah. uh, wide uh, wing backs. So I think Conte just was a good fit for Ericsson to like switch his mentality and switch him up to know that you have to play as a team. You have to come back. And I think Ericsson was able to realize, like, you know what? That's true. I have to switch the way I play as well to better perform for the team. And, and I think that's what showed. Yeah. yeah. And he scored yesterday too. He did? Oh, he keeps, shit. Yeah, he keeps getting on that score sheet. So but they're... someone who's not that in good form is that team who lost in Europa League. Our only team left in Europe is Roma. They man. got absolutely sauced <laughs> where's, by where's, where's, where's all this banter now? Me getting where's attacked, Mario? man. Like, man, <laughs> saying you're going to come they out got... here and beat Man U. Please, you got two lucky goals. And <laughs> now you guys are down 2-0 uh, against the Sampdoria. They got outclassed by Sampdoria. Sampdoria played with more possession, more shots, and just more intensity. They couldn't do anything against yeah. Sampdoria. That's all I want to say about that Roma game. That's <laughs> the whole, like they're. I don't know what's wrong with them. But, I don't know, man. They're not going to be make, making uh, your Champions League championship football next season either. So, bro, they're going to be playing in the Conference League, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if they are because Sassuolo might pass them now. So, jeez, man. Jeez. But man, Inter, man, Inter champions, Inter uh, campeones. Inter Merda. Inter, Inter, <laughs> Inter, Inter. Would you guys say this is a start of an era for Inter? It's going to be tough. I think, it's going to be tough. I think this is a start of the Serie A coming back. Yes, yes, that's what it is. 
The idea I needed this a little bit because it did bring a little bit more of like a viewership when it came to like, like more let's competitiveness. Be let's competitive. be honest. None of us really watched the Serie A last year too much. None of us. Besides, besides obviously <sighs> Spatty. Like we weren't really invested in like, oh, how, how well are the teams doing? It's a good race. You know, like we knew Juve were going to freaking stomp on everyone. It's definitely the form of players too. Like seeing like Lukaku being so informed, seeing Zlatan back on the Milan colors now that he's going to be staying for another season. Seeing... um. Players like uh, I don't know, Lazio doing all right. Atal- Atalanta still doing well, even though they sold um, Gomez. Like still having yeah. teams that are still playing top level with the players they have, and seeing players like really shine in it's this not, league. It's not one or two teams anymore. It's you have Mil- both Milan, Juve, Atlanta, Lazio. You know, like and you again, have some more depth now. In the you league. you'd obviously love to see a Juve that was top level, but again, it's it's always gonna be ups and down for different teams. Like. Man, you as sorry, Juve had their nine years. Now it's going to be maybe two, three years till they get their next one. But again, it's going to be a little bit of a restart. But now that now these other teams could come up and start like building for themselves too now, right? So, so to yeah. end to end this off, Jay, what color is Milan? It's still red. <laughs> nah, it's blue. It's never have as much trophies Inter. as Milan. Never, never, yeah. never. Eh? When Milan pick up the ball and Vlahovic. All right, boys. Okay, so today I was shitting my pants and I was watching the Barca game. I'm guessing you guys were shitting your pants today as well against Valencia. I don't know. What did you have for what did you have like, for dinner last night? Okay? Yeah, like literally, dude. <laughs> but uh, you guys, you guys got a you guys got a nice three two victory, which brings the league nice and close again. Man, yeah. tell me how that works. It's off. it's nervous, especially being the last one to play out of the top three teams. Well, yeah, Sevilla is right? still top there too. Like they're tied. Yeah, Madrid won. Like Madrid won two nil, and Atletico won one nil. So without the Barca win, they're both obviously still, uh, yeah. still like above them. Barca still was in third place, and they're but, still uh, they're still in third place now because they still won. The, they still got their game the W, but they're st- at least they're tied with Real Madrid still. They're, at least they're still competing. If but, they would have lost today, yeah. if they would have lost today, I saw that first goal going. I'm like, man. Ooh. But let's bring yeah, it. Oh, let's right. let's bring it back to uh midweek. Barca did not to do too well. Oh yeah, they lost their game midweek too, right? That's why. Uh, that's nah, what they, that's nah, what they nah, lost their points. Against, I forgot about midweek games. Yeah, against against their um Jose Iba? No. Le- Elche. No. no wait. It was Granada. Uh, Granada. 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 Pesky Granada, man. They were what was was it were they always down or were they winning at all? No, right? It was one nil first. It was one nil and then two nil. No. It was two nil. And then it was two one. All I remember yeah. from that game was just Sergio Roberto being trash. Man. <laughs> I saw the lineup, man. I saw the lineup. I saw him and I saw Umtiti and I knew something was not going to work out today. Man, that w- if that win would have brought you guys to first place. Damn. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is that we didn't have to really rely on that game. That game was just, you know, just to bring us up. But we're still in it. We're still in the fight. Today, uh, or today Barca played really well, but Atletico Madrid played first. What was it? Two one nil. One nil. Oh yeah, the Be penalty. And the, Bro, the penalty, did man. Do you guys see the little controversy behind that? No, that's yeah, he was off no. his line. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was off his line. But and, and nothing. They didn't call. They didn't call it back because it hit the post, and apparently it's oh, in the oh, rule oh, that yes, yes. only if uh, I heard that today. Touches it, then you would have to. Redo I heard that today. It. I heard that today. If it hits the post, no, but it's whatever, true. It's true. It. It's true though, because if if the goalie does not make contact with the ball, even though he's off his line, why should the player? Why should the player be allowed to retake it if they literally like scuff their shot? If your shot goes yeah, wide, net, yeah. if your shot, if your shot hits the post, 
what is a player having to get off his line? How does that react to your shot being effective or not? If he, if he saves it, yes. Okay, I can definitely say definitely retake it. But when it comes down to it, if your shot's not on target to begin with, you don't deserve the retake, period. I yeah, mean, it's true. I mean, you, 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 you could argue the other way because him coming off his line kind of narrows down the net just a slight bit. Which, no, but which in, your, in your mind, but that, no, but the goalie usually comes off their line right before your foot hits that ball. When you're on your run-up, you know where you're going. You don't decide last minute. If you see the goalie come out a little bit, you don't make Some your decision do. then. No, you don't make... If you're a striker taking penalties players do. and deciding where to go on the do. last ball like you think, that... You think Bruno chooses where he goes before? He waits for the goalie <laughs> to make a move. That's why he does the jump. Okay, but that too. Like, if, if you see your goal... If if anything, that helps you as a player, as a PK taker like like um, Bruno because when you're running up and the keeper decides to go somewhere before you even take the shot, that helps you. So why would you even miss a shot like that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Like if you miss the whole no, I'm just entire, saying, like, net. You, can, you can't argue the other way because it slightly does narrow. Like if you don't choose beforehand, which I'm, I'm pretty sure all of us choose beforehand, right, yeah. James? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm, I'm okay with that rule. I, I think that was well. It just man, the player hit the post, right? But that, yeah. that game in general, like, uh, Atletico were were getting pressured at the end a lot, like heavy, heavy, heavy mm-hmm. pressure. And they had yeah, even they, they, they had even another chance to get to, to get a goal in, but Atletico held the win, one nil. Unfortunate for the Barca fans, but they got the win. And then Madrid, freaking uh, these Brazilians, who know man, these Brazilians, Brazilians came out to play, bro. bro. They had a little bit of even Hazard went back heels, man. Yeah, I saw that. Bro, Militao's been in some great form as of late, yeah. man. Just looking yeah. like a rock at the back there in place of Ramos, and he ended up scoring this weekend, bro. Yeah, it is, man. It's good for Brazil's sake, but not good uh, as a Barca fan. Good for Brazil, though. (laughs) The streets are saying he's the new Ramos. Really tough. I don't know about that. We'll see in the future. There's still a long way for him to become top level. Like, he's still not top level, but for his age, obviously. But he's got the heart. He's got the heart and the the pressure. He definitely has the right role model to follow by. Yeah. 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 Ramos and Varane. And he has, he has two in that. He also has Varane. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Varane, too. Varane still, Varane still learns off of Ramos. Ramos. Varane is still... I don't think Varane, yeah. Varane is still is at a captain level yet, either. Right? No, okay. but he obviously can see these two world-class... Like, uh, as me tell you, you can see these two world-class center backs. You don't even have to talk to them. You can just literally watch the way they play, yeah. and you could literally learn like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's what he's doing. But, yeah, Madrid and Atletico... Both won their games, so it came down to Barca. Very, very nervous because, you know, Barca, every team against Barca, they come to play. Yeah, yeah, always. Like, every time. And Valencia is a, Valencia is a is a good team, but this season they've been doing pretty bad. They're in 14th. Yeah. Pretty dookie. Yeah. Pretty, you, pretty don't, you don't think them to come out won, and play a good game? They haven't won a game in... Five games. They haven't won a game in five games. They lost, draw three, and draw, lost three, so... But Valencia always come to play against Barca. Every team comes to play against Barca. And it was a rough start. They got a goal first. But Messi, man. Messi turned up again. Messi, Messi, Messi. Valencia's first goal was a perfectly executed basketball inbounds play. I don't know if you guys saw. Their players were setting screens for the corner. Yeah. And, like, he wrapped around. He came back around. Man was wide open, man. The young can uh, mark him. Yeah. They couldn't mark him in the open. But I don't know what... Mark Andre Stegen was doing, bro. Like, people were saying that uh, uh, Valencia player. I think it might have been uh, 
that Kiri guy or whatever. Yeah. They're saying that he was grabbing onto Tristegan's arm, but he set a screen on him. But then again, like Pedri was in the way too, and like that could have been why that Tristegan fell over. It was just it was just a mess of a goal, man. Like, and that that's like one of Tristegan's weaknesses, like his like commandingness, like uh, in the box, whatever. Just yeah. doesn't know how to command his box. But man, or Messi. Whatever. Every game, bro. I saw every. I saw the last couple of games. Messi's been man of the match each game. So what? Yeah, what the argument? What the argument be here, man? He's carrying. If, if Messi doesn't come out to play, then the, neither does Barca. Nah, I don't think so. That's, that's Barca, man. <laughs> that is that. So? It still is, but I think the players in general, like Griezmann, stepping up a lot now. You can tell. And he then, has been, man. His 2021 has been exceptional. It's been crazy. Been and then game. and then the young in that position, the the formation works so well because. Such a talented player. It's, he's bro. He's playing world class at the moment. You know, Messi and Griezmann drop down a lot, so he has that freedom of space to go up through the middle, which he's been doing a lot. And he's been getting those crosses in from Jordi Alba. Look at the goal today. A cross in from Jordi Alba. He's inside the box. That was a good save from Casper too. Yeah, that was a nice save. Casper had a good game. I'm not gonna say he, he didn't have a good a game. Backup goalie though, no. No, no, he started. He wasn't Barca. No, he's a backup. No, he's starter. For Valencia, he's their starter, bro. Yeah. He's played. He's played less minutes than the other goalie. He was probably injured, but, but um, then uh, yeah, Griezmann gets that tap in again. Like Griezmann's good positioning. He's got good form. I think he's he's realizing like you know, I'm I'm in this now. Like he's got good shot. He's taking good shots. He's got good positioning. I th- I feel like he's got the motivation back. Like he definitely you see in the beginning, like he wasn't very motivated, and he was scared. Right? Yeah. You can tell he's. It's he's a good motivated. time in the season to turn up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Towards the yeah. latter stage of the yeah. season, yeah. need yeah. players to turn yeah. up. Yeah. It's good that he is. And now. that free kick from Messi, bro. I'll post an in. Beautiful. Let, me, let me ask you guys a question. Right now, is Messi leading the Ballon d'Or race right now? You know, yeah. it, bro. I think so. No one's Amy. been no one's been saying it, but I think no, but no one's Messi's... really been bringing up Ballon d'Or right now. Cause it's still early in the season, man. There's still so much yeah, for it to happen. There's, like, there's play. still a lot. Like, there's still a lot of football. There's still cha- whoever's winning yeah. Champions League. There's still whether or not you're gonna win the title. There's still Euros. Like, I don't think the discussion of Ballon d'Or is being brought now until, honestly, till the end of the season, till all the competitions are done. But now that we have Euros, I don't think Ballon d'Or is even going to be decided until even the end of the Euros either because it depends if whoever's in the end of Euros, did their team win Champions League, did their team win the the, the league, even with with the South American Cup, if Brazil win, like if Neymar wins the Europe, if, if Neymar wins... Uh, Champions America. League, Copa America, and he wins the league. That's the top. That's a big yeah. shout, right? But as of uh, as of right now, I don't see. Who, I can't say Messi or anyone either right now. I I can't I, I can't say a name. I I can say a name, and I could say Messi. You could say Messi. You could I say, can say Messi. There's a few names out there. Messi's top. Yeah, like if you had to pick someone right now, Messi's top goal scorer right now by a long shot in uh, La Liga. He's been yeah, carrying. He's, he's been carrying Barca. Man of the matches every game. Like he's been doing so much. Like there's only so much he can do. He we we probably be in Champions League still if the rest of Barca can w- was stepping up. I don't know. Maybe if we had a nine, bro. Because I don't, I don't know. know if y'all saw that first half, man. The amount of cutbacks that Jordi Alba had, bro, it was cutback yeah. and Ancelotti, bro. Yeah. If we had a nine to get in there and find the space in the box, there definitely would have been a few goals. But who yeah. who's that's last? Well, that's who's, Barca's problem right now. Who's Barca's like last number nine? Suarez. Suarez. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Suarez, bro. I, now I'm just starting to think of the, the maybe style uh, of football, right? Yeah. Maybe Aguero next season, Matt. People are saying Aguero on a free. People are saying possibly Haaland. People are saying Neymar coming back. Harry Kane. Man, there's oh. a lot of talk in there. 
the best shout for Barca right now would definitely be Aguero for free because you don't want to be spending the money. You no, but care. Barca just secured five hundred million in sponsorship. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah, but they still have to pay off their short-term debt. But they still have to pay off their debt, right? Like, it helps, though. It helps. You know who also switched their sponsorship? Oh. <laughs> uh, Inter switched their uh, their main Pirelli sponsorship. It's not Pirelli anymore. What is it? They switched yeah, it to some, uh, well. some oh, yeah, yeah, Chinese yeah. Uh, or, or American. Yokohama tires? I don't know what it is, but a, a big, a big, br- bigger brand. But, like, man, that's... <laughs> Am I the only one that, as a kid, I thought it was Ferrelli? Yeah. Am I the only I, one? I, I, no, I, I thought so too. I thought it was. Pirelli? I thought it was Pirelli. <laughs> I always thought it was Pirelli, bro. <laughs> it looks like an ass, bro. It, it does, though. I can this see where this man's dyslexic. I here. can see where you get that. But yeah, man, like bro, the P goes all the way. So how are you supposed to? <laughs> but man, it is true. Like sponsorship does bring a lot of money in, and if they sell the rest of their, their, their the uh, the stadium, if they sell like their uh, any tr- jersey like sponsor, like it's a lot of money. Right, but again, it like it comes down to it, like whether a team is really thinking of spending the money right now if they need to. Like, I don't think Barca needs to, because again, they're competing for the league. They found their form. Komen is doing well right now. If they bring this yeah. team into Champions League, they might be able to compete. Maybe not win, but maybe if they but you want to win, if they have a girl who's a quality number nine who can put the ball behind the net. A girl's Aguero, just... past his time. We all know that. I don't know, man. He no. can he's, still he's do he's it. Probably... But he's, Sometimes with, with number nines, bro, it doesn't matter how old you are, bro. If you know how to score goals, you know how to score goals. 100%. Yeah, you still see Suarez turning up for Atletico. But then why isn't like, he playing at, on Man City if he can score goals? He's always injured and, or he's twitch streaming. Well, because I don't think... I think, I <laughs> he's think an injury, bro. He's away from having a nine now, too. Like Pep kind of just... He realizes Aguero's last season, so it's like... But why should, is he gonna... No, the thing is, that, the thing is that the way that Man City team has transferred into the style of play, you need to have a striker who can play the ball. You grab Bill Jesus as a striker who's healthy. He's not playing because the guy literally has no ball movement with his feet. Like, he's a striker, but he can't pl- make passes or anything. He can't create chances for anyone. Aguero's not the same striker either. So why why bother playing these players if you're not, they're not going to be able to play, do those chances? And again, for when it comes down to a Barca side, they're not the same tiki-taka football anymore either. It comes down to positioning. It comes down to whether or not they can finish that ball because Griezmann's not a player who can play tiki taka right he's he's a good with his feet but they still need that player who can be in the right position at the, at the right time and that's i feel like a girl can offer that and just finish the ball like they need a finisher i think aguero is just a like kind of ploy to make messi a little that's happier what was, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. Def- you have to keep him a little longer it definitely yeah. is it makes too much sense bro especially with the rumors that messi might be signing a two-year deal and going to the mls after and coming back as a director or something <laughs> like that like, yeah. That's what they're trying to do with Neymar too. They want to bring him back because Messi loves Neymar, bro. Yeah, and Neymar loves Messi too. But we'll have to see what uh, happens. I can right see now, Aguero coming in and then him and Aguero dip at the same time. Maybe. There's a lot of things you can see, but all I know is right bring now. In the TFC. <laughs> no, but that's the, that's the thing. Just, that's the thing though. If if Messi leaves and they need a face of Barca, and who's that going to be? Yeah. That, that's true, bro. If, and if, if Fati's still fit. If Fati's uh, comes uh, back, and Holland, fit. yeah, Holland, bro, a big, a big money signing. If you bring, if you bring, Neymar, if you bring Neymar, right? Yeah. But these we'll are all these are all ifs and buts. But right now, all we, all we can know and all we know is that Atletico La Liga, La Liga face is still strong. Barca on Saturday. We got you guys want to live stream that and <laughs> see how that's a, you guys reaction. Huge game. That's a huge game right there. But it's yeah. yeah. The, La Liga is freaking tough, man. 
I want to hear a gut feeling, like a quick answer. Who's winning La Liga? Gut feeling. If Barca beat Atletico, Barca are winning the league. Okay, well, yeah. That's, well, yeah. But what do you, what do you <laughs> No, they can still no, lose. No, no, what but, do you no, mean? But do you think My Barca has... Feeling? Do you think Barca can win it? Madrid. My gut feeling is Real Madrid right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Like I called it at the beginning of the season. I had Madrid finishing first. I didn't have uh, much faith in Coleman, but obviously, at, Coleman. obviously at the start of 2021, he definitely turned the team around and uh, Coleman. performing. I feel like the, conf- the way that Madrid's have been performing as of late and throughout the season, it's been so consistent. And man, just Madrid looks like they're they're taking the title, bro. But Barca, Barca at the like the end of the se- like currently they're doing really well as well. They just lost that one game and like they got unlucky. But you can see the Barca's team and morale and their mentality is a lot stronger now. They're a lot co- more confident. Their players individually as well. You can see Griezmann. You can see Des is having more playing time, more confident on that wing. You can see Menguesa and Araujo getting more confidence as well. Like, we, we, there's a lot of yeah, good the players, players that we saw. The, the Licht is yeah. playing world class. Like, there's so much confidence out the of the Licht? team. And the then, sorry, not the Licht. The Jong, sorry. And then <laughs> Messi. About the Licht, bro. Messi's, just ball, <laughs> Messi's just balling. Like, you can see he's happy now. And, and when he's happy, the team's happy. All right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just worried that it's going to be that one game against the pesky side and Messi doesn't perform. Yeah. Messi doesn't put up an 8 out of 10 match and then the rest of the team yeah. suffers and then... I end up tying or losing. Uh, I'm just worried about that. Madrid, Madrid. Yeah, low-key, like, it, it almost brings it back to what we were talking about before. It's like you see, like, Barcelona, they're anchored by Messi. And then you see a team like Madrid, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really have, well, they have Benzema, but they don't really have that one guy who's carrying them every game. It's like every game, it's like someone else Our whole is team is up, good. And they, they find a way, like, though. rounded team, and they find, yeah, they a, find way, a way, right? It's like, the black they, magic, they man. Madrid haven't, Madrid haven't lost since January. Jeez, which is pretty crazy, crazy form, I just, man. I was just looking at the fixtures now. They haven't lost since January. It's pretty well, crazy. Like Barca, they're gonna beat Atletico. They're gonna be amped. Like wow, like we might have just won the league, and then Madrid is just gonna come through, and Barca are gonna lose like last game of the season. Yeah. But if, if if Barca and Madrid tie, right? That's one point each. If, if and then Madrid starts winning them, and all if if they if I think Madrid and Barca tie, I feel like all that all Madrid have to do is just win the rest of their games, and they and they're t- champions. My question is for you guys, yeah. then. What who uh what season is like who who's um I just forgot the words to say but like <laughs> who's whose season is this to lose? Atletico, it is a lucky season to lose, bro. They're Since what, they were like up 14, 11 points at one point yep. this season. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Like when when you have a lead that, that that's that crazy and like you're supposed to be like this solid defensive side, like it's it's kind of unheard of that you're you've dropped that many points and it's like you you kind yeah. of kind of fumbled the bag a little bit. They, they right. can definitely still win it. Like, I think looking at like the remaining schedules, like each team kind of has like some pretty tricky games. But I think like if Barca can get past Atleti, their last three games are 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 a little on the easier side, like theoretically, like on paper. Um, whereas you know Madrid, they still have Sevilla, they still have Villarreal, they still have uh, Bilbao. And Madrid, so, Sevilla yeah, games. I don't. Really I don't too, think. Right? Coming to these last couple of games, I don't think there are any easy games because there's. You're coming up it's against all mental. Teams, it's all mental. You're coming up. You're coming up against these small teams who aren't gonna let you win easily. You know what? Because they're fighting relegation. They're fighting like, relegation. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They're, they're fighting relegation. So they, yeah, they, they, have their, they have something else to play for. There's not gonna be yeah. any easy games for any. Every every, every game's gonna be a final. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be really really That's something crazy, to man. see, especially when near the end of the season. Especially that one. Remember that one season when I thought they go one in their last game. Yeah, right? but I remember that. Was that, that was like, against Barca? Pretty that much. That was against. Yeah, pretty much. 
right? I remember we were in our parents' room watching that game. <laughs> that was a crazy game too, and they just, they won the title. That's that's it, right? It comes down to the last game. Bodine and, scored, and, and like, Alexis scored. Yeah, I remember and, it and vividly. Like, and like that Man City final too, like it comes out. And then those are those are literally like finals, man. Those are final finals, and right, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Like and we will see if maybe they decide if Messi stays or not. Yeah. He's coming games, like yeah. We'll have to we'll see. see. We'll have to see. Well, yep. man, you now with this crazy, crazy, crazy chaos that happened today. Riot. You know, I was waking up. You know, okay, today's gonna be a nice game against Liverpool. Good, see some a good, nice game. See some good <laughs> football. Man, you came off a great win against Roma. Like, I don't know if they're still going to be competing for the, the 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 league, but hey, if they give Liverpool a battle, ba- Liverpool have to come out and win games, right? Liverpool are going to have to come out and yep. have, win the game so, so they can make top four. And if Man U is still playing top level football and they don't screw up, like they can, that can be a good football match, right? But man, yeah. apparently more than two hundred players were stormed into the stadium. There's been rumors that someone actually opened the gate for them to let that happen. Jeez. There's been Infinite. Yeah, like, it looked kind of, like, not peaceful, but, like, it wasn't, like, like, there weren't, like, fires going on, like, people no, getting hurt and stuff. Like, I heard, just he, got people were getting hurt. Like, I heard really, there was... The ref got hurt, bro. He had, like, his, his eye yeah. was scratched over here, man. He's bleeding. Really? I heard there was... Guy, like, uh... Go ahead, go ahead. I heard those fireworks. Yeah, some people were throwing flares. Like, another guy, like, uh, yeah. tossed, like, a cameraman's tripod, like, broke it just like tossing off uh off one of the legs i saw some videos of like some people were having like a kick about like they brought a ball like they were shooting on the net they didn't bring a ball dude kicking, they they stole yeah. they stole the Good balls change. from the match they stole all yeah, the balls from they the, stole match. the official, official balls bro. Like, that's pretty dope like would bro, you guys you go if you lived in manchester would you guys go no because the, the, i don't know man probably i, I would i would i would i would bro not, what are they gonna oh, do yeah. bro they you'd don't... be caught in 4k bro you see the amount of cameras people have there they don't yeah. everything man they don't have don't they don't I have don't. guns or anything these guys are soft and they don't have like you see the, the did you see the pictures in like the no the cops, the cops, the cops. like the, the security they're just there's oh, baton in these man they just have batons and stuff <laughs> man you see you see the difference in like, the ratio of the cops and the security besides the the amount of people that are there what are they gonna do they couldn't do anything yeah, it's t- no, they're gonna get them after, bro, when they recognize their face. Yeah, you wear yeah. a mask. We all have masks on. <laughs> COVID, come on. Yeah, that's true. I don't think the punishment will be like too crazy. Like, they're not gonna like get it like jail. No, they'll, they'll really probably be I don't know, man. But do you I'm think there will be fines? My question for you guys is do you think this is a good thing, though, that the game got banned and they actually did something? They protested it? Yeah, I like it. I think I think it's deserved. Because it's the, just, the thought it, was good, but the intent and the execution was wrong. Because yeah, exactly. what started as a protest ended up turning into a bit of a riot. And yeah, a riot is, is like, not something. The fact that they were able to yeah. postpone the match is big, right? Yeah. It stopped. It stopped that actual game to come out and actually be played. But the fact that yeah, they did some damages. But again, it comes down to the fact that these owners are literally not doing anything about it. They, I don't think they've said anything about it yet. I don't think that they are going to say something about this. Uh, they're not. They're not going to talk right? about it. They this these ownership. Are, 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 I'm hearing that they, they actually like the amount of money that they've been pulling out of this club is ridiculous. They brought, pulled out of almost like a billion dollars worth of, worth of from money out of this club to so be putting it into the other funds and to be putting it into their other investments, other revenues, and stuff right. Like so that, like, yeah. yeah, they're they're really leaving this club to like fall apart on its own. But like, yeah. you know what like, I mean? Like, I saw a tweet that was like. Oh, you see all the riots in Manchester, and the Glazers didn't even know there was a game today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. They've never been. At, they, they, they've never been to a match. I don't think they even know how football is being played. They don't know. Probably know what the offside rule is. 
They don't even care about the the way the stadium is look run or anything like that. I, I'm you, you hear things like the stadium literally looks like it's tear, falling apart because they don't they don't maintain it. They don't put money into like making this place like look as it should be. Like it's the old Trafford, right? The theater of dreams. You, you have to make you have to like respect the grounds as much as you respect the game of football. And that's when it comes down to yeah. like, do these teams need to be now switched to ownership where it comes down to like fans being part owners of this club and having shares. Where it, I think they are just just not majority. I don't know if people, I don't know. I don't think it is. At the Manchester's end, Manchester's not like that. I don't know if Juventus so. is, is like that. Manu Manu is a publicly traded company. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. At the end of the day, money talks. I can sway yeah. you to not to not make me do anything. You know. Yeah, you can buy a shares of Manu, although they're down today. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you the can. It's helped. But just, it just yeah, what really? buying buying shares of what like one percent? What is that? What's that gonna give me? Yeah, less, you know, probably you know, less. But the thing, but the thing is, like, you're just buying shares in like the company itself, like in basically just like the revenue streams and everything like that. You're not actually like, yeah, yeah. You're not big enough to basically make decisions. You know no. what I mean? That's like that's like the difference between like it being a publicly traded company and like let's say the clubs in Germany that are the fifty plus one. Because when where, it... like it's actually like fan owned, like it's not like publicly, it's not a publicly traded company where like anybody can go and own it. And that's what it comes down it's to. Like, actually, they actually have like they actually have a say. Because let's say right? let's say you don't really have a say in this. Let's right? say let's say the fans own majority of the shares and like they come together. Okay, we want to make sure the stadium is looks top level. Hey, it's fifty to one. You know what I mean? Fifty one to fifty percent, like the. 51% to 49% I'm saying sorry <laughs> quick maths <laughs> but when it comes down to it like if the fans all come together and they have part shares like they can definitely make shit happen like when it comes down to it like we want this to happen if there's a vote fans are able to come in whoever owns the shares they can come in and help with votes like we want this to be done okay they'll hear hear me out hear, hear them out and stuff but like when it comes down to it that's not the case and like I feel like more teams are going to come down to it if it's not just I know Arsenal were doing it I don't know if any other teams are gonna come out and start doing it now because hey, like, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's gonna stop though. Like we don't we have to see we have to see. I think it was Roy Keane and uh, Neville that were on uh, Sky Sports, and they were talking about it and saying how it was a good thing that they 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 had the protests and all that stuff. But they're saying obviously it wasn't good that they had like it was more of, it turned more of into a riot. But like the intention was good. But supposedly I heard that also these the this protest was like planned a, a week ago. Or really? Like, or like 10 days well, ago, yeah, it was I'm like sure. ready. Like it, it was planned and everyone knew that this day we'll be doing this. Why wouldn't they have some more security guards then? <laughs> Knowing that <laughs> yeah, this was going to happen. Like everyone was saying it was planned. Like everyone knew that this was going to happen this day at this time. And they had no more security guards. Like what are your th- what's your thought on that process? Like what is what goes through the that? security spans of the club too? Yeah, yeah. maybe they're like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah that's the thing. Maybe that they, maybe they open the gates, maybe let them in and hey, that's Let's speak up about this, right? But yeah. we're going to see whether the game's going to be continuing tomorrow or not. Like, the Liverpool players apparently are still in Manchester waiting whether it's going to happen. Yeah, because they, they... I don't they know if there. it is, right? So, like... We'll see. There has to be still a large amount of security. Apparently, there's, there's going to be people going back tomorrow and speaking and trying to go protest again. But I don't know. We'll have to see, like, if the game goes on, if they postpone it, if they plan it for another day. Because, again, yeah. Man you have a game on Thursday against At Roma. At the end of the day, they still have to play, yeah. Right? So, it affects more Man U. No, it affects Liverpool more because Liverpool need the points. Yeah, but Man U has to rest. Yeah, but who, who wants to play the game needs to play this game. Liverpool need to play this game. Yeah, but the closer yeah. to Roma to that. Game, no, no, they're not gonna they're tired. not gonna interfere with their schedule because Man, you're still gonna play on Thursday. Like they're not gonna play Wednesday or Tuesday. Like 
they're still gonna, they're definitely gonna plan to play this game around the schedule and have a time allocate for rest and stuff. But this need, this game needs to be played. Period for Liverpool. But uh, going to some get teams in the Prem that did play. Gareth Bale, is he back, boys? Shai, shai, no, bro, bro, they're playing Sheffield, <laughs> man. Like, come on. The mighty Wait, some good goals. But did, yeah, I was about to say that. Did you see the goals finishes. though? Like, man, bangers. Not Farmer. just Beautiful. not just his goals, but the last goal. Sun, Sun too, man. Goal? That Ooh. peach of a freaking finesse. But like, finesse top right. They were they Dude. were not like just like oh, good shots, bro. They were like bullets. They were well hit. They were yeah. well hit. <laughs> But Gareth Bale's always been known to like know how to hit a ball nice. He can hit a ball. Yeah. But again, it comes down you know to how. the keeper Ramsdale. Like, is he a top level goalie? Yes, those shots would probably have gone in. But Sheffield's already relegated. No. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. they're they're trash. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's. <laughs> I know it's yeah, it's it is still you know it's the competition's not the best, but I think that definitely boosts Bale's motivation and and morale. Yeah, of course. For sure, like getting a hat trick is not still not easy for anyone. At the end of the day, you're still you facing that goal bonus, you're still bro. facing eleven professional players. Like it's not like it's gonna be easy things. One or two maybe, but three goals is like it's still a big achievement. And for him, he's trying to catch that form for the Euros, man. He catch that form for the Euros, yeah. and when he goes back to Madrid, right? He wants to get that playing time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, four 0 for Tottenham. Any other games? Uh, Arsenal yeah, won Ar- today. Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. against Newcastle. Like again, Arsenal are still in Europa. The league for them, it, they're still in ninth place. They're now there's there's definitely no chance of them making Europa League. Yeah, no, there's no shot. There's no shot. Like when it comes down to it, like they have to win the Europa League in yeah, order to make Europa. They have football. to win the Europa League, man. Or Arteta's out. Arteta would be out if they don't win it. He might he might be out either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who they gonna get though? I don't know, bro. Mourinho? No. I don't know about that club, bro. Yeah, knows about Mourinho's going to AC. They're gonna get Robbie from AFTV. I don't think Mourinho's <laughs> going to AC. Oh no, Mourinho said he's taking a break. Oh yeah, year. no, Mourinho is um he's uh co-hosting some uh talk sports, talk for the sports or something oh. for the with the Euros for the Euros. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty. Cool. I like that. It's a tight gig. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to get his insight on things. Right. Yeah. But it it honestly it's comes it honestly comes down to. Top three, no, three, fourth, and fifth place because three and four, like Leicester, 63 points, Chelsea, 61 points, Tottenham, with 56 points. Like, that's the thing. Is Tottenham able to come out and get points out of Chelsea and Leicester who are up by Probably five not. points? That's the Definitely thing. I, not with Mason as the coach. Depends who they all play next. I feel like top four is pretty much settled with Man City, Man U, Leicester, and Chelsea here. Yeah, it looks like it. I, it's, it. It'd be really hard if if whoever comes into fifth place were to make it top in into the fourth. So then, I mean, I think that's pretty deserved. That's it is. That's I feel like it is deserved. Four. Yeah, especially the way that Chelsea's been playing. Like they like the yeah. last couple. These these seasons, are, are definitely tuple, well, not just the points alone, but these are definitely the four teams who've been been performing. Yeah, performing like not just because they're obviously, had the they're, best not, performances. Yeah, not day in and day out. Yeah, not because exactly. they're obviously winning games, but they're just the squad itself. Like they're not having poor management. They're not having. Like again, Chelsea did in the beginning of the season, but the way the way Tuchel was able to pick up the his the the, the uh, Lampard slack and just kind of build the team around with what he got, yeah. create something really 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 nice. Again, West Ham was surprisingly like the the fact that West Ham was able to come up and get those points with Lingard there. Yeah, at least Suchek they're, they're was, League would be Suchek, good. Suchek was nice. Like again, West Ham in Europa League would be great. They're only one point behind Tottenham right now. We're in fifty six. 
But again, it comes down to whether Tottenham, West Ham, or Liverpool really make into the fifth position. So I don't know. We'll see. It just it just has to happen like one week by week, right? So we'll have to see about that. Like this Premier League is pretty much settled. Sheffield's relegated. West Brom's going to be relegated. Fulham's probably going to be relegated again. But we'll have to wait till next season. Yeah. So is Kane out then? Because Spurs are not going to be making Champions League, right? Yeah. I heard a lot of. I heard. I heard. I down to Spurs though. Kane and Sonny are stuck there, man. I feel like players get stuck at Spurs. Bro, Dan Levy's got them locked up, man. They can't leave. That's the thing. Like, like I was watching a podcast and they're saying like. Where else would he go? Like, let's be real. It's it's only His only, it's only either is... Spurs or Man City because Madrid don't need him. They have Benzema. No other team is gonna want to splash out in the Prem because Kane's gonna go for a hundred mil. He's English. He's a top quality striker. Bro, like, okay, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently Man City are looking at a hundred million Jack Grealish bid. No. Really? He's in, he's English, bro. English guys, I'm telling you that they but bring the price up by a lot. He's not worth hundred million. And yes, he he would he would be nice in 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 uh in Man City, but he wouldn't be a starter. Well, he'll be a part of that rotation that they have going on. Yes, yeah, but again, it's, it's why, tax, why, why, why do you need a, a if they decide to get a Grillish, but Grillish is so unnecessary for Man City side. But I can, yeah. I can see Man City he's definitely. He's a pretty versatile player. He, can he play is a very versatile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. More for depth, bro. But I can see Man City getting Kane. If not, he's staying in Tottenham because who's paying that mill? No, it's either right? yeah, he stays. If he leaves, man. Especially in the COVID era, like it's no one's spending that much money on an English striker. Yeah. will pay a hundred for Harry Kane. No, no, no. You know why With though? People. You know why? Why, why wouldn't why wouldn't people rather spend that same amount of money on a young player who's coming up, like Haaland? We know because Harry Kane is for someone. Kane's for sure. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, yes. Like, but I'm how really many years you get? How really many years you getting off of him? Kane. Kane also has ankle injuries. He's Kane also, also very injury prone as well. He's not. He's, you have two, two strong, three strong, four strong seasons left on him too. Like he's already older. Why not spend? Old. He's in his twenties. He's twenty six. No, he's twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. Players I'm, bad, yeah, I'm saying like prime, That's like so prime, prime. prime. He's in yeah, his prime, in his prime bro. but would you rather yeah, spend that much money on Haaland? Why not develop someone? Why would a Man City develop what your someone? objective is? Depends what you want. You want that short term success or you want that long term success? And especially if you're Man City, Haaland's not a type of player who can play a passing game like Harry yeah. Kane can. No, definitely not. Definitely not. His honestly, his only options are Tottenham or City if City decides to spend, but. Again, what like, about Chelsea? Tough one for Harry Chelsea, yeah, man. I feel like Chelsea, it it's depends. hard, man. Like, like Chelsea too. Like why you have? I mean, Werner linking up, man. Nah, I think it's sell a couple. That'd be like Olsen and, and uh, Werner, but better. <laughs> you have to yeah. sell Havertz, Tammy <laughs> Abraham. Like you have to sell a lot of players because like well, apparently would... Tammy Abraham is going to West Ham. Yeah, I heard that too. That's that was sick. That would be yeah. nice. I would like that because you he know, deserves you it. Know, you know, you know what the English Premier League needs? Needs that Atletico Bilbao squad, which is just homegrown talent. Is it <laughs> is it a downgrade that will though? That never happen in the prem. I know, Jay. Yeah, no shot. Jay, is it a downgrade though? Really? Because he got no playing time. West Ham are are doing really well now. They're, like they're, gonna be they're going League. up. They're in Europa League yeah, now. They got some European competition. You have uh, you have a Werner who's not who's not. They have, he's gonna be linking up with a world class player. Exactly. You have Lingard. Striker right now. Antonio. Antonio. Antonio's. Yeah. Meh. Might be pretty good. That would be a perfect. That would be perfect. And he's still in London. He doesn't have to really he move. He doesn't have anymore. to buy a new house. Exactly. That's <laughs> a that's a good fit for him. And and to be honest, like he looks like he's a good player. He has a lot of potential. 
still young. And be Not walking bad. with bubbles. I don't know. I like, I, 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 like his, I like his game. You know who else should leave from Chelsea? Yeah, that, I can tell, bro. You, you, every, every, every episode you're talking about Tammy Abraham. <laughs> but yeah, you know who else who should leave Chelsea? Hudson Odoi. Yeah, that guy's getting should. no playing time. He's yeah, so young. He's, he's too talented to not be getting playing. Every time he plays, like he gets those little minutes, but you could see the con. Like the, he's just so good. You can see what he has. Yeah, you can see the quality. You can see the quality, and he should go to West Ham too. Maybe join up he's with Tammy. He's going to Arsenal. Everyone's going Arsenal. to Arsenal, bro. <laughs> Whose spot is he taking at Arsenal? He's gonna take uh, Duki Aubameyang. Yeah, Aubameyang <laughs> scored yeah, but, this weekend, dude. Uh, oh my god. They got Martinelli, bro. Yeah, yeah they got Martinelli. Martinelli sucks too. Hudson Adoy isn't even England's best right winger. No, obviously. Yeah, Sancho is. Yeah, man, obviously. Sancho. No one talks I about think Sancho, a lot of man. Could have told you that, bro. I am in the second best. Uh, but he's he's, he's also Arsenal, still young. He wouldn't even be the best English right winger on on Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Saka? Yeah, yeah. Well, Saka's, Saka's a left back. No, Saka's a right Ooh, no, winger. Well, he's 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 a pretty versatile player. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of versatile players, what about Barack Yilmaz? Dude. What a lot. That Lille have been going off, man. For real, at 80 years old, this guy's still banging them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Joe David with the assist. Yeah, yeah there you go, man. Low key. Like if, like, if you're looking at the table now, like, you're starting to see a little bit more separation from the top two. Yeah. Well, before you kind of yeah. used to be jam packed, but now it's like you're seeing a little bit more. You have, you have a four point gap between second and third because of Lyon's win today over Monaco. If Monaco won that game, is still, uh, today it would have been a little bit more of a title race. That's a thing. But now bro. I think it's that's the thing. It's pretty much strictly between Lille and PSG. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Like whatever one slips up, man. I mean, they both caught a dub. If Lille could bring it to the last game. Kudos to them, man. Well, no, Lil have to literally. That's it. Lil just have who, to win all their games, which is what two games left. But who has the 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 uh, harder three, games? Three games left. Lil has Lens, Saint Etienne, and Angers, and PSG have. PSG have. They have Reims, Rennes, and Brest. And they still yeah, yeah. Yeah. stadiums. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like. I don't know. Like the crazy thing, I'm just looking at this now, man. Lille have only lost three games all season in the league. That's mad, bro. That's really good. Only man. three fixtures all yeah, season. Yeah, they've lost. have lost eight, so it's like. What's yeah, that? but it takes one game. Yeah, yeah. That's true. All it takes is one yeah. game. PSG, PSG have uh, to face Man City. They have to face also the finals in their league cup. But like, it comes down to it. If if Lille just stay consistent and just really get those next three wins, they're they're done. That's yeah, it. They get the win. Pass to the Turks. <laughs> The and again, if, 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 PSG, if PSG stay healthy, if sorry, if Mbappe and Neymar still stay healthy and nothing happens to them in the next couple of games, like that's it. They can definitely hope that Lille lose points somewhere and they can take this home. Uh, that'd, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool to see Lille win. Yeah, yeah well, okay. bro, I think, so Dave in the Champions League, man. Woo. Yeah, at the end of the day, another Canadian in the Champions League. Like, never hurt. I feel like, nice. but, but really no, the, he's already in Champions League. No doubt. It's top two. They're still in Champions League. No, no way. Yeah, of course. But him yeah. lifting a trophy, like, that would be nice to see. But sad. kudos to the coach, man. Yeah, yeah. low-key. Like, 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 do we not realize that they're playing a, a Jose Fonts center back? This guy's, like, 38. What's wrong with that, bro? 38, and yeah, he's, I mean, he's balling. This is permanent, bro. I've seen some shouts. Top five manager this season. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's really, really well. Yeah. 
Like, Thought th- th- on some IG stories. Because, like... IG story. I, th- I think the IG story had him listed as number two. Currently, yeah. like, this season. The second well, most, yeah. They have one. Conte. Uh, right. Conte won. It was, Conte, or... yeah, it was Conte. Then Pep, Pep was involved as well. And then you had Galtier, you had uh, Flick, and you had Tucho. Is this well. his first Ryan season? Top five gaffers. Is this Ooh, his... Galtier? Yeah. I, I uh, doubt it. can tell you. Double check on that because that would be crazy too to realize if it's like, like his, his first, first or second. season at Leo? Yeah, like his first or second season. That would be still crazy, yeah. But like... They have so many oh, ballers though. Like... They have... seventeen. Okay. But the amount of like... People say like that. Other teams have a lot of like uh, what's it called? Uh, players on the on the. Oh my gosh, I can't even say now. Sarah always loses his But they have so much. T- they have so much talent on the bench as well. Like they have. They don't really start like uh, uh, like Gilmaz has been hasn't been starting much, but he still comes off the bench and balls. They have a uh, the Brazilian guy. I think Adamo. Gilmaz is the top scorer. Mm-hmm. So not uh Yaziki too. Yazichi. Yeah, they have Araujo. They have, have Kone, Bamba, yeah, like, Timothy Weya. Timothy Weya yeah, as well. One of those teams that like they just have like a solid foundation. They play solid defensively. And then they just have like those tricky attackers that can create danger for them. Like they've only conceded twenty two goals all all a year. So, yeah. Like a lot of their success has been coming off of, you know, making sure they, they don't concede. That's why uh Mike Magnon has the most clean sheets in the league as well, right? Like they try to make sure they don't yeah. concede. And then they poach one or two goals in the counterattack. Like very similar. Like they kind of low key remind me a little bit of like the way Leicester played when yeah, they won the league. Bit. Just very counterattacking. You know, they have like those tricky wingers, you know, target man, striker can finish those chances. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see. Yo, for yeah, for sure. Captain. Well, man, three games left in the league. We'll see who wins that, man. Well, obviously, well, obviously we're all definitely rooting for Lille here. Unless uh, so we got some PSG mm-hmm. fans. Just to eh? see something different, man. See the Canadian, uh, Canadian get that trophy. No, I definitely want Leo to win, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's cool to see some fresh faces, like, starting to win the leagues, you know? Like, you have, yeah. you have uh, Inter starting to win. You know, they won this year. Uh, Leo potentially, right? Rangers. Premier League is always almost a different winner. You don't really see too many, like, too many, like, r- repeat winners, like, in the Prem. It's always kind of a different, maybe one or two years, you know, maybe you have a back-to-back, but. It's usually pretty steady with the Prem. I think that's why it makes it entertaining, right? I think now that's why you're starting to see more people tune into Liga a little bit. More people tune into, you know, La Liga Serie now to see this title race. More people tuning into Serie A now to see these other teams playing. Because before it used to be just, you know, a one-horse race. And it's like, it, it kind of gets a little bit dead. But now it's like you're seeing these title races. You're seeing these other players stepping up, these new teams stepping up. And it just makes everything a little bit more interesting because, you know, they're playing for something. You wouldn't be attracted to it, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. I think yeah. is more important. I'd rather be, I'd rather there be a lot more competition within the league than create this super league where you see these teams playing every single week. Like that's what people think. Oh, we bring the super league in when there'll be a lot more views for for football fans around the world. No, man, you just need to have good competitive football within league football, and that's where people will be like, oh shit. It's like, oh shit! Like, look at this. Yeah. Lila is competing with PSG. Like, let's tune in. Or like, especially at the end of the season. Like, look at Barca. They lost to a uh, thing. How crazy is that? Make not, the how crazy does that make yeah. the league now? Like everything's more crazy. Like it's oh, legit. Man. It's legit. Every game matters now, and that yep. and that was. It'll be, it'll be great for soccer and even French soccer if Lille mm-hmm. win this league. Yeah, yeah it'll give sure. it much more credibility. Yeah, 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 and it'll, it'll bring a lot of more uh, France to the league too. Because well, let's be honest, like with PSG was dominating. Like who's gonna want to watch their teams lose all all the time, right? 
And now True. you can see. Yeah, but now it's like, you, you know, see... maybe you can have a team like Leo build up a strong side, uh-huh. right? And they'll give confidence to you, like, or like to you and like the team you support. Maybe we can do the same thing. Maybe we can be PSG. We can do something like this. We'll like... see some more. We'll see some more uh, Liga fans around the area here. <laughs> yeah. A lot more Leo jerseys going around and around. <laughs> maybe. I've seen a couple. Maybe some Montpellier, Actually, some Marseille jerseys. I don't think I've ever seen an actual Liga fan. I mean, Ryan Chipitano. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big PSG fan. That's, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, speaking about a league that's uh, still struggling with the competition, man. Is uh, Yeah, we have the... No, was, no league play no this, league play this week. But, uh, yeah. We had a nice little Pokal weekend. Some, some uh, well, two, two, I guess, teams that you might expect to be there. And then two teams that you probably wouldn't expect to be there. The first fixture that was on Friday afternoon was actually, I watched the game. It was actually like, it was a chippy game, man. It was like a, like aggressive. Both teams were going at it. Like there's tackles flying all over the place. The ref kept his card in the pocket, kept his card in, the, in his pocket for the most part. But like he could have been thrown a yellow card. Like it was nothing. It was, was semifinal. Yeah. Semifinal Leipzig versus Bremen was the first one. And it was just like a chippy game. But they, like both teams are creating some chances. Like they're both playing like really aggressive. Um, and then it, it took it, it literally nil nil up until extra time. Uh, and then Huang came on. Oh, yeah. Put Leipzig up ahead 1 0. Uh, and then I think a lot of people, I know, I, I thought, okay, you know, it's probably done. Leipzig are just going to hold it down now. Bremen, they probably, they're tired. You know, they're defending all game. But then Bittencourt with a big goal in the 106 eh? tied up. Jeez. Big Bittencourt. And then, uh, and then just when I, I think everybody was ready for pens, the guy was watching, okay, it seemed to be an interesting penalty shooter. Everyone's kind of like probably getting ready to, to get like their penalty lifts ready. And then big Forsberg, a nice little goal. They crossed the ball in and then Huang nods it across to Forsberg and Forsberg just comes in with a nice little flying kick and uh, he puts it home. So 121st minute. Really? Uh, Leipzig secure the winner. Damn. So it was a pretty entertaining game, like for like the whole game. Uh, pretty much the opposite of the Dortmund game, which was entertaining for the first like 40 <laughs> minutes, and then it was pretty much just like a training exercise after that. Yeah, um, it was a big, big ring, like, big ring on the in. subs. I don't know, was it four nil, five nil, five? Six. It was, you know, it was, it was five nil, <laughs> six, five goals in the first half, <laughs> six, yeah, seven, five goals in the first half. But like, it's one of those like it was kind of tricky because like man, Kiel like. They're a team that they showed that they can be pesky. They knocked Bayern out of the competitions. Like anybody that can take Bayern out of a competition, you know they have, you know they're pre- they're probably pretty organized. Wait, but yeah. is this the Kiel, second think, division team? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the second division. They knocked they, Bayern out, and they're in the semifinals. Yeah, was was Bayern their last? Com- was Bayern was their last uh, competition? No, they 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 played a team uh, previously. Yeah, Maybe right. Find it for you. It was Bayern, then someone else, and then and then Dortmund. Let me find this uh, playoff here. Yes, they not so yeah, so they 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 beat Bayern, um, then they beat Darmstadt, then they beat uh, Essen, and then they lost Dortmund. So they beat two teams after they beat wow. uh, Bayern. So, like, it was <laughs> one of those crazy. competitions where like, you know they they were definitely like a well organized team, but I think what really hurt them and because I I definitely think they're they're probably a better team than the five 0 showed, but they had like a, a huge COVID issue, and basically they didn't play for like a month. What? So now, like all those fixtures that they had in that month, yeah. they've been playing like every two days or every three days. Jeez. You can tell by like the thirtieth minute, the, the players were dead because it's like you, you're <laughs> why even why even day, yeah so like why even why even practice like those are literally your practice sessions of the games. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell yeah, like, yeah, the coach the coach literally like as soon as it was like I think as soon as it was like two nothing, 
the coach like started subbing players off and he's like you can tell the players like okay you know what we just need to get through this game let's not embarrass ourselves and they need to focus more on on the league because they, they're still fighting to get promoted because now they have all these games to that's crazy to uh, make up that's right? the thing so like, one that's, of those situations that's where like you know so what done. we had a good run mm-hmm. but like what means more does it mean more for us you know when you try to win this cup or go or does league. it mean yeah. more for us to actually have like a good season in the bundesliga where you're going to be getting more financial comp- uh, yeah. compensation, right? And Support. you have a better chance of the kind of building the club. So pretty interesting final. You have Red Bull and, and Dortmund, so it should be a pretty fun one. May crazy, 13th. Yeah. May 13th, then, nice. That means Dortmund, Dortmund, they're going to be playing each other back-to-back. So they're going to be playing each other on the weekend. I believe it's the 8th. And then they'll be playing each other a few days later. Uh, wow, so it's definitely going to be a pretty tricky one for Dortmund. Some good games know, on the 8th, want to, eh? They would want yeah. to obviously win yeah. games, but it's going to be tough because Red Bull's only lost back-to-back games once this season. And it was against, I think they lost against, I believe it was City. I want to say City. I don't know if it was City. And then they also lost against uh, Gladbach. So that was the only time they lost back-to-back this season. So beating the same team twice in like five days is always going to be tough for Dortmund. So but we'll you, see because it's going to be tricky because yeah. it's, it's tough. And we'll definitely see like closer to the date too. Like is, is, is Dortmund going to be in a better uh, spot that they don't really have to focus more in the league? Can they go and focus on this to win this final, get actual trophy? Like Dorman, I feel well, like yeah, I feel like Dorman need it. Right, tough for yeah, is definitely that, more important. The thing. Like the the, the, tr- the trophy is definitely good. Like well, who doesn't want a trophy? Things that's like it's it's definitely good, but like I think for the club, like obviously qualifying for Champions League means a lot more because it's going to mean a you your players are probably going to be more happy and likely to stay. B you're probably able to attract better talent, and then C you have financial more support, money, right? Yeah. That you can you can you can do right. The cup is cool, but I think it's one of those things where if it comes down to, it, I think the club would rather have yeah top four, but the players, you know, would obviously like a trophy, right? So, so at the end of the yeah. day, you so fight, way, you play for Duda trophies. You need to win out. Yeah, yeah. Who at does? Who does like winning Dortmund a trophy? The situation they got themselves in, they needed to kind of win out, just because like they need to win out, but they also need to kind of hope that you know maybe Leipzig, uh, not Leipzig, uh, Wolfsburg or Frankfurt can maybe slip up a little bit, maybe drop a point or or two. Yeah. Be- uh, so. Because where's we'll where's see. where's Leipzig in the table right now? They're second. Leipzig, Leipzig, second. Leipzig, Leipzig are pretty safe. Like Leipzig, they're like in they're second. Safe, I don't think right? they're really gonna fall. Like they're they're safe for Champions League. They're they're probably not gonna catch Bayern. Like Bayern have have haven't won the title yet, but it's pretty much like just a matter of time. It's I think yeah. I think happens, I think if so. uh if they lose this weekend, if or if uh, Leipzig lose points this weekend, then it's pretty much settled. Yeah, well, I think last weekend if Bayern won, they would have won it, but they lost. Oh yeah, months, they lost. So. To, yeah. Oh yeah, it just it just yeah. literally Bayern wins their next game. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so Bayern's like just trying to win the next game. Lewandowski is just trying to break the goal record, and that's pretty much all they're playing so for. So that that might be a thing so when they bring in Mister Nagelsmann. Yeah, Leipzig might rest yeah. their players for the, the the weekend against Bayern, and then just and might, go, for the might go for the cup because yeah. again they're secured. They're pretty much secured. Like they're they're only what there's quick math here man seven points seven yeah, points no, difference with wolfsburg right they're pretty, they're, yeah they're, they're, pretty, they're safe. pretty safe in, in in top four yeah i don't know if they'll rest the players who knows it would be nice because that would mean hopefully dortmund could have an easier time for that for that game but i think if if, if for dortmund it's like they, they know they need to if they want to win the trophy and make top four you can't lose a game you, you probably can't even tie a game no for you sure. have to win out right so they, they've been on a pretty good streak as of late so let's just hope they can keep it up um but we'll see, right? There's a few games left in the season, so this this time yeah, of the season is looking fun for pretty much every league. A lot of exciting games. There's know? some. There's definitely big games on on like the Saturdays. Just the Saturday we have the Atletico Madrid Barcelona at ten fifteen. 
see if you guys post it, whether we're going to go live yeah, or so not. Yeah, so stay tuned. We might be going live for that. I'll def- I'll, I wouldn't mind. I mind. I'd love to do that. But then we also have um, the Leipzig-Bayern game at 9.30 as well on the Saturday. And at 12 yeah. o'clock, there's a Man City-Chelsea game where Chelsea are going to have to go and get these points to kind of stay secure their top four. So we'll see. Yeah, and I think if Man City win, games. if Man City win that, they win the, the title too. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We might see some champions this week. A lot of we good might see footy, man. A lot yeah. of good footy coming up, and man, don't forget the Euros, man. Copa America, man. A lot of content, oh, man. A lot of content coming way. out for man, the Mando. We just want this COVID to end, so we can get together. We can go talk to people. We can chat. We can get some guests in. We can definitely and get some more footy content for you. Some guys. more content for you guys. Yeah. So again. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. Where is it again? Episode number what? 33. 33. Uh, please uh, like, subscribe. Definitely, honestly, share the love to everyone you know, yeah, all the football fans Instagram, everywhere. Follow us on YouTube. We follow us have on Twitch. officially opened up our Discord channel for everyone in this community to definitely join. We have our different chats set up for Serie A, Liga, La Liga, Bundesliga, Premier League. So definitely join. Yeah, come chat with the mandem. We're going to have we'll have the YouTube video. Yep, we'll have we'll have some live sessions going on here. Definitely some moments where we can just talk and just chat about everything and everything football. Chat with the guys. We got notifications set up when we post new videos. You guys can definitely get notifications. Then again, just want to build a community for everyone to enjoy and just spread. Let's, about football. let's just enjoy some football and some company together, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's spread the love. Yeah, let's grow. Let's grow this Canadian football, lads. <laughs> so yeah, let's build this community. And thanks again, everyone, for all the support, love. Again, Tuesdays, sorry, Thursday nights around eight o'clock, our Twitch stream is gonna go up. We'll be live, so join us there. Definitely leave comments Champions in the chat. Recap. A lot of questions. Just no room offense, please. I don't want to. Make you guys look silly wow. when it comes down to it. Come on. No offense <laughs> come. Don't discriminate, bro. I'm kidding. <laughs> you guys are welcome to come. Banter, dudes. All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Later, guys. Deuces.